Hi everybody, the complex PTSD guy here. I'll start out by saying I'm not a doctor or psychiatrist. I'm just a guy living with complex PTSD and I'm sharing my own ideas, experiences, and opinions on this podcast. So today I'm going to share what I learned from doing the like a, a thought journal for seven days. So I said I would do this a week from last Friday. Um, I started it last Friday and today I'm done with it. Um, basically, there was something that kept coming up re- repeatedly, um, and that is what I was wanting. I was hoping for that. Um, I wasn't expecting it to be what it is, which is also good because I learned something about myself. Um, I also learned uh, another thing in that it's something I've known for a long time and I've talked about on here, but I also learned that, again, I can be really, really hard on myself and I, I beat myself up, which is not good. I'm emotionally, like I mentally beat myself up when I'm being hard on myself. But it was good to do this this journal for seven days because I realized what one of the key problems is and I was able to find, I would say, two specific solutions to the problem. And actually, the podcast I did about a few days ago related to gratitude and um, you know being around certain people that gratitude thing is really important um, especially in relation to bonding with people and making friendships friendships is kind of like huge um, in relation to all of this because what I learned from the issue I was writing down in my journal each night relates really well to how you bond with people and make good friendships So the solution that came out of me writing out what my problem is, is a solution that helps with all types of things. It helps you just be kind of better in the public sphere, um, just be better all around as a person, and also be a better friend. So what I noticed that kept popping up um, was that I was in situations, and I'm going to list at least three, three examples that happened this past week. But I noticed I was in situations where other people's behavior wasn't making sense to me. Or um, because their behavior wasn't making sense, to me, making sense to me, I was therefore beating myself up. Because I was thinking I was thinking it had something to do with me. The way that they were behaving, I thought it had something to do with me being there in the situation. And really it didn't. It didn't have anything to do with me. Um, It reminded me a little bit of how um, when I'm in conversation with people sometimes, and this is something I've been working on, but when I'm in conversation with people sometimes, um, I notice that I bring it back to myself, and I don't mean to do that. I mean that in a way to relate to people. Um, So like if someone says to me, oh, I'm really struggling with my you know, with depressed thoughts, um, I might say something like, well, I've struggled with depression for years, so I totally understand that. And that's a way to relate to them to show that you get it, like you understand depression. And really what I should do is, one, I shouldn't do that, because that could just lead to us talking about me. Um, But what I should do is say, is just listen to them and have empathy for what they're thinking and feeling because it might actually be very different from what I've experienced so just listen to what they're going through Um, but yeah the key thing was behavior didn't make sense to me other people's behavior 
Um, and like I said, a lot of this goes back to friendship because the solution at the end is something that relates to all to building better friendships with people. So basically other people's um, behavior. So some examples of this. Um, so on Sunday, I was at one of my jobs and um, I was walking around a corner going into like an office space where my colleagues were and one of them was about to ask the other colleague a question but when I walked in they stopped asking the question like I could hear them asking uh, one of them said so do you know and then when I walked into the room they stopped asking and she said never mind um, you know uh, never mind that was all she said um, and so immediately it made me think you know why did she not want to ask what she was asking in front of me and it made me think, it just made me beat myself up because it was like, um, am I not to be trusted? You know, like a million things went through my head. Um, and so then once I thought about it more, I was like, well, maybe she was going to ask her something really, really personal. Um, you know, maybe they have a friendship outside of work or whatever. Because in my mind, the reason it wasn't making sense is because why would you ask something so personal in a work setting? where other people could hear it. Like if I had stood by the wall that I was walking around, rather than walking around the wall, you know, if I had just stood by it, I would, have, I would have been able to overhear what they had said, and unintentionally, you know, I would have heard it. So why risk it if it's so personal? Um, you know, say it in a more private place, like in one of, like a private room, you know, not some big open room where people are just walking in. But basically, it, it was like it wasn't making sense to me to where it made me think it was about me. And then I beat myself up. Um, you know, she could have been asking her anything. She could have been asking her about a sick relative or a religious perspective. I have no idea. Um, I did kind of have my own idea about, about what she probably really was asking about. And that was about another colleague because there had been a couple days where they didn't show up. And so she had to, like, take her appointment. She had to, like, pick her appointment up for her. And I think that that's probably what she was asking about. You know, had nothing to do with me. But my initial thought was, um, it's about me, and now I'm beating myself up. So that's not healthy. You know, and, it all, and a lot of this went back to those, um, like, when you're coming from childhood trauma, those feelings of incompetence. Um, that's what I think, anyway. I'm not a doctor. And then on Tuesday, another situation happened where I went to an office and the receptionist, um, who I wasn't sure if I'd ever met her before. Um, if I had, it was a long time ago. It would have been at least six months ago. But I walked into an, an office and um, I was ta talking about how nice it smelled. And um, like there was a really nice smell. They had like an orange fragrance diffuser and everything. Um, and I noticed she wasn't making eye contact with me when I was talking to her. And she kind of had her head down, and um, it was just a little strange. Um, and I was thinking, you know, did I say something wrong? What did I say? Um, is she not happy that I'm here? Like, did I do something? You know, I immediately thought it was about me again. I thought that I had done something wrong. Um, and so actually in both of these situations, I was thinking I had done something wrong to where these people either didn't want to be around me or didn't want to even look at me. And then I had to think to myself, okay, Ben, maybe she's depressed. Maybe, 
Maybe she's a, a secret smoker and she doesn't want you to notice her smoker breath, so she's not looking at you and she doesn't want her her smoker breath to go to you and that's why she turned this diffuser on. You know, it was just ridiculous, all the things, you know, for me to think it had something to do with me. And then when you think about all the other things that it could be, there's a million. Um, so it had nothing to do with me. Um, but again, it was her behavior wasn't making sense to me and I directed it back to myself. Um, so I was being hard on myself. And then for the third one, it relates to social media. Um, and so I was on a social media site and I've tried to be really careful. I either just cut certain aspects of social media out. Um, but I still have a tendency to go to, there's like these YouTube channels that talk about shows that I like watching reality shows. And sometimes I'll go into the comment section and I'll make a comment. And if you know anything about YouTube in the comment section, I mean, you could get a million great comments, a million bad comments. You could have somebody just on there just to say mean stuff to people. You know, that's how a lot of social media is. But I went into a comment section and I said something totally positive. I said something about, I really like how this person is making this point about friendships on this show because the friendships are the heart of the show. And blah 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 and someone responded back to me um negating what I had said and it was so strange because I was thinking I said something really positive and they're negating it um you know they're like poo-pooing it or whatever you want to call it and then I had to ask myself okay what what context is this where am I at with this comment you know what side am I on and what is the normal feedback of this program? The normal feedback of the program is shady comments. There's a lot of shady comments about this program. And so I had to ask myself, you know, um, this is where, this is the setting for where I made this comment. And so I'm getting this negation about something completely positive. Um, and it was just somebody else's, you know, perspective about the show. It wasn't a big deal. But again, it made me go back to why are they negating me? Like, why, why are they, why is this person behaving this way? This person's behavior is not making sense. But when, when I thought about it, it was making sense. But I found out that the solution to all of this is just to remind myself that it had nothing to do with me. And if it does have something to do with you, they'll let you know. Um, and it had everything to do with that person's thought process or how they wanted to be interpreted or what they were thinking. It's always just a matter of, these are the solutions, it's always just a matter of listening to someone and being present for them. Um, this also goes into empathy. So two things that I know that I need to just be better about, rather than instantly thinking it has something to do with me, um, immediately change that mindset and have empathy for where they're coming from and maybe they're going through something. So like the colleague at work on Sunday, when she said, when she was talking to the other colleague and she immediately stopped when I walked in the room and said, never mind to the colleague, I should have thought to myself, you know, have empathy because maybe she's going through something personal that she wanted to ask this colleague about. Um, and in regards to all of this, just being a better listener, um, in relation to things and don't think don't try to bring things back to myself um, in order to relate to people just listen um, 
and have empathy. And on Tuesday, when the receptionist, you know, was acting in a way that didn't make sense, again, don't try to bring it back to myself like it has something to do with me. Think, okay, have empathy. Maybe she's going through something. And if she is, maybe she'll mention it and just be a good listener. And on social media, you know, in relation to that, you know, just kind of remind yourself, um, you know, I could just listen to what that other person was saying and not taking it as like an attack um, where they were negating me. Just take it as, you know, that's the way they're seeing it, the show. That's the way they see the show. It doesn't have to be a bad thing that they... You know, we're disagreeing with your positive comment. Um, You know, that's just their view of the show. That's just what their experience is of it. Um, So the empathy was just for maybe what other people are seeing or going through. Um, And it has really helped just neutralize so much of that being hard on myself. So one thing that I've talked about over the years on this podcast, and this definitely relates to being hard on myself, is that for years, it's been at least 25 years now, I've struggled on and off with um, like major depression and suicidal uh, thoughts. Um, that's gone on for over 25 years off and on. And when I you know, did this journal and I kept noticing the situations where I was bringing it back to me and then being hard on myself, That's very similar to having that suicidal mindset or suicidal ideation, whatever you want to call it. You're being hard on yourself when you're in that mindset. And so once I realized that this kept popping up over and over, I was doing this, um, thinking that things, not making, not being able to make sense of other people's behavior and then being hard on myself because I thought it had something to do with me. If I can neutralize that feeling and have empathy for what maybe they're going through and just being a good listener, you know, I'm wondering how much uh, better it'll get over the years to where, you know, these thoughts of wanting to hurt, hurt myself, they won't come up as frequently. And again, I personally think this all goes back to those, uh, those kind of like learning problems growing up from trauma, which led to stress, which caused those learning problems in childhood. It's all connected. Again, this is just my opinion. Um, And if you do struggle with feelings of, you know, hurting yourself, obviously go talk to counselors, doctors. There's people that obviously are out there to help you in your community. Um, Always. But I think getting down to the solution and, you know, listening to someone who can talk about who's lived through that for years, um, you know, I just think it's so helpful. Um, And again, empathy and listening and not putting it on yourself because putting on yourself, you're putting a lot of baggage on yourself. And I was doing this daily. I was doing this. And this was just from keeping a a thought journal for seven days. You know, I didn't even think that this is what would be the common theme, but this is what the common theme was. Um, People's behavior wasn't making sense. And it was that I just wasn't seeing, you know, maybe they're going through something. I was just taking it as me. I've done something wrong, um, or they don't trust me, or they don't want to acknowledge me. It was just like me all the time. It was ridiculous. Um, And then whenever I would think back to, this is very similar to how I would try to relate to people, I would bring it back to myself. Um, And and that was just trying to relate. 
and then you know realizing I need to just be a better listener and just be more have a little bit more empathy because um, I felt like I already had empathy but you know maybe I was lacking in that um, but it was it was definitely a learning experience and I'm definitely glad I did it it only took seven days like I said and everybody's different you know if you do this for seven days write down in a journal just one key thing that's kind of bothering you um, like a feeling or thought, you know, when you really peel the onion on it, you know, what is it? Um, and it might be something you, you least expect. And then once you find the solutions for it, I mean, that's clearly a key part of the puzzle. Um, but that's most of what I wanted to share. This is the Complex PTSD Guy signing off.